Hey, Grandpa, what's that? Oh, don't touch that. That's everything all the time. Careful, it bites. Start again. <sighs> this is Everything All the Time, episode 21. Uh, this is a show about beer, movies, music, food, and anything else and everything else we want to talk about. This is an opinion based podcast, and we say how we feel. So if you're easily offended, I recommend uh, not listening to the show. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, anyways, welcome back, Alex. Thank you for joining me today. Of course. Yeah. Um, how you been? I'm all right. I act like I haven't seen you, but I've actually. Seen I know you, I so. see you every fucking day. <laughs> I'm fine. The listeners haven't <laughs> haven't heard from you. Just <laughs> been rolling around, doing shit, living in the the beer world. It's hard. It is. It is. Especially this this last month was garbage. The, April is always a challenging month for beer beer related craft beer related things especially it seems to be more so in san diego because i was in a different you know when i first started getting into like the beer stuff i was in santa barbara Mm. i don't feel like i experienced as much of a lull but it was also a couple years ago so maybe that's part of it too sign of the times you know maybe april's always been shitty it's just the fact that it was more prominent it was just better in april five years ago than it was now i don't I know just, i'm like i don't know is it shitty or is it just that like, i i personally feel like it's too many breweries is it too many breweries that's what i feel like i mean that may not be the only answer it mm-hmm. could be a combination of things it could be the price of going out and drinking and it just becoming too expensive because you know we if you look around san diego too rents are high um, you know, thing like living costs are becoming more expensive. Groceries are becoming more expensive. So the luxury of going out and drinking might be just uh, exactly what I say. You know, it might be just a luxury that a lot of people can't afford. Where maybe it used to be more affordable, and now that's now it's not. I mean, I don't know. That sucks. Everybody go out and drink beer, please. <laughs> Buy yeah. beer at your local bars. <laughs> <laughs> please, please go out and drink beer so we can keep our jobs. <laughs> I think that that's, I mean, I, again, I think it, yeah, it's probably multifaceted. But yeah, it's just uh, definitely seeing a, a lull in the overall movement of, of beer. You know, it just doesn't seem to even be selling as fast. Even when, Even if you have something on tap. It just doesn't seem to be selling as quickly. Like, you know, there's certain places you used to go and be like, oh, you put that keg on and then it sold in two days. Like, it was gone. You yeah. know, people gobbled it up and it just doesn't seem like that there's that much of a rush for it anymore. Or just not as as often, I suppose. It's a little depressing, I guess. It is. I'm sad. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It sucks, I guess. I don't want to be. Let's not be depressing. Let's move on. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> We're like, let's just start on a really shitty note. Um, it's coming to an end. No. <laughs> we're all gonna die. Yeah, we're all we're all super <laughs> fucked. Um, or right, let's talk about the beer we're drinking then. I I didn't want to tell you what it was. Just want to see because I wanted to see what you thought about it before you any any preconceived notions okay. of where who it came from or where where it came from. I wanted you to try it first. So let me know what you think and be on. You can you know be completely honest. It's got a booziness to it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's technically a double IPA, so I'll okay. give you that. Um a little resiny, mm-hmm. dank, a little citrus notes, but the booze is just woo. Right, it is pretty boozy. I think it was like eight point eight, so it's a little hot. Okay. It's a little hot for that. It's not you know, not nine. That's but it's not just, that high. Mm-mm. So the yeah. I I dig this beer. It's just the the booziness of it kind of takes over, right? And it so, makes it a little less fun to drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was a little, I was on the fence about this because of the beer, and uh, I was, I only bought one can of it just to try it. Mm-hmm. So this is Stone, and it's the I'm Peach Double IPA. Is this what that is? Yeah, Impeach, <laughs> or where it's, it looks yeah, like it yeah, says Impeach yeah. on the can, For which sure. I think is hilarious personally. But I wanted to try it. I was really concerned about the peach part of it. I thought that like the fruit character was going to be way over the top it's and not. way too, or maybe really artificial, yeah, like tasting because it says that the beer was brewed with peaches, but with the how big Stone is, I question when they say something is brewed with like real fruit, you know, mm-hmm. because the amount of fruit that you have to use to like mass produce something. So this came out of stones, like main, I believe it came out of stone. Esco. I, I believe so. I'm not completely positive, but I believe this was a, a big production beer. Okay. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I was just surprised. I, I, I think it is a, a kind of like high alcohol. I mean, heat wise, it, it, it's a little more boozy than I was. I think I was expecting. What's but. crazy is this does not drink like a stone beer to me. Like, ah, there's, I'm kind of getting some of the there's like a a thing with like mo- or like the more modern stone beers that I've had that this one has more of that um that like malty sweetness mm-hmm. to it which I feel like a lot of stone beers have had that kind of a, almost a signature uh, to a certain extent. For sure. I've noticed that in a lot of like a lot of their like special releases there's been more stuff on uh is there something in there? It's just hair. Oh okay. It's probably pubes. <laughs> So we uh, you <laughs> dip my balls in every single glass just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> that phrase, I put my foot in it, I put my balls in it. <laughs> dip my balls in it. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I just I was I was honestly surprised. I'm glad I didn't buy a six pack of that, but I'm I, I'm glad I tried it. I just what I thought that was really. It uh, feels a little unfinished. I could see that. It yeah. drinks a little unfinished. I can like, see that. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. It's, it's just... Not, it's not horrible at it's all. It's just not great either. I think it's kind of in a, in between. I was more... Cons- I was really just the most concerning thing to me was the peach aspect. Yeah. I was like not so concerned about their uh, ability to pull off a double IPA, but the well, fact no, that it... Yeah. it uh, but the fruit part was what I was worried about. But it doesn't really taste overly peachy or artificial. It doesn't. It just tastes a little unfinished. Yeah. I get the that balance is straight booze. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I love stone. Um, 
they're always so aggressive, but I guess right. this version of aggressive stone is on the alcohol. Yeah, I don't know. I think we were we were talking about this the other day, though. I think that stone, I I did love stone, and I feel like my love for them has waned a bit because I feel like they're them losing Mitch Steele changed the dynamic of that brewery in a big way, and them never putting anybody back in like the master brewer position. I'm just kind of having it like there's a bunch of brewers there. So it's like who, the innovation team now. I kind yeah, and I, I I feel like the I feel like there's something and it could just be me. I don't know, but I feel like there's something there's something missing there. Like it just doesn't seem like the quality is as high or there's like a level of care that maybe used to go into or just like recipe refinement or something. Maybe that Mitch Steele was writing a recipe and and he knew exactly how to write it opposed to the brewing team now who maybe isn't as well, like, you know, well-trained, you know, that sure. Mitch still came from Anheuser-Busch and was like extremely well-trained as a brewer and, you know, and was with Stone for t- 10 years. Is that on- where he came from? Uh-huh. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Apparently, so this is something that I heard that was really interesting. I never heard it directly from Mitch, but uh, Mitch, uh, I've heard a lot of people that were close to Mitch that say that he, when he used to work at Anheuser, he used to make IPAs all the time. Yes. And that, that he was just, he was making all these beers that never left the brewery, that they were just, they would drink and, you know, give out to like employees and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. But it was all these, apparently they were really killer IPAs that never would see the light of day. So I've heard <clears> that not just with IPAs, but other styles sure. of beer, like yeah. commons, pale ales, whatever you name it. They brewed some fucking killer beers, but we never got to see that shit, which mm-hmm. is sad. I imagine that's just, yeah, it's something like where the brewer, if you have the ability to fuck around on like a pilot system or something, you could probably make a really killer beer, but you're never going to, you know. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of what became of, or that's kind of where they like took Stone uh, Liberty Station with Chris Ketchum is that they gave him the ability to kind of, you know, make a bunch of, like just really become the innovator, you know, and, and develop recipes. So a lot of the beers that Chris makes, he, they end up becoming like mass produced beers, but it's because he gets to sit around and like experiment and fuck around For with, sure. fuck around with recipes. And then he gets to send them off to big stone and stone tries them and they go, Ooh, we like this. We're going to turn this into right. a bigger production thing. Like Mocha IPA yes. was Liber- Liberty stations, like second anniversary beer. So, okay. yeah, so that was like if that's that was their Solid second beer and Mocha IPA. I think when Chris was making it on his own, mm-hmm. his original recipe was really great. It was really unique and interesting. I never had anything like that. And then when it went to mass production, it became a little sweeter. It just didn't like, you know, the recipe refinement is Agreed. just not a, not as strong, you know. So it's not like the beer was bad. Again, not bad, but just not at the same quality when you make it on a smaller level, you know. Exactly. Well, that's so, like anything. I guess that's right. Like it, once you, you make something in such a large batch, you really like yeah. the, the quality level is always going to dip. Shit's going to get fucked. Yeah. Whether ingredients are good or not, it's just the amount that you're making, right? Exactly. So, yeah. But anyways, this is uh, you know what? I dig this beer. I appreciate that you put it in a stone glass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> stone tasters from New Year's Eve, too. Yeah. We went to the Stone Liberty Station New Year's Eve celebration, I think, two different years. And the first year was great. And the second year, we didn't have as much fun. I think it's probably because the, you know, it wasn't new to us again. Like, we kind of, like, already did it. So the shine of that whole event wasn't as... Was it just, like, a beer festival? Or? It, they So it's at, at Stone Liberty Station. They do a big, um, like, just New Year's Eve celebration. So the whole place is open. You get like three beers included with your ticket, but the ticket's like a hundred bucks, but there's all this food too, like all these like finger foods and stuff that's nice. laid out. So it's actually a really nice experience, especially you can go out in the yard and like hang out and there's like a band playing and then there's a DJ in the main hall and like he's playing music so you can dance and hang out.
out. And then they do a beer toast at the end of the night with like a, a specialty glass, like what you're drinking out of. Aww, so, yeah. So and it's cool. I mean, it's it was a fun event. I had a really good time the very first time we went. But we, we also, at the time, we didn't live in San Diego. And so the whole experience was just like we're in a different place and we're here for New Year's Eve. And it's just like I think it was a really like kind of magical thing. For you know? sure. Yeah. And then the second year we went, we'd already we were living here and it was it just didn't have it the didn't same. Have, yeah. Didn't have the same shine that I think that we were looking for. So all of the people we went with, even people that we'd gone with the previous year, were like, yeah, it just wasn't as fun this year. And we're something was missing. Right. Yeah. We don't know what it was, but it was something was missing. So sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, we still I mean, it was still a good night. But actually that night, the second time we went that that second year I actually was sick. And I lost my voice. So I sounded like the most fucked up version of like Batman or something. <laughs> I had like this really gnarly gravelly voice. I had completely lost. I didn't really feel that bad, but I just couldn't, I couldn't talk. I completely lost my voice. So I think that was another thing that kind of made my night a little funky. Why it wasn't as, as enjoyable. <laughs> Our friends got stuck on an elevator too, which is great. Oh, good times. Yeah. That was one of those nights where every, all, our entire group, they all. At Liberty Station? N- no, they were at the, like the hotel that's really close. Like there's a hotel like a Marriott or something that's really close by. Oh, the, I've stayed there before. It's in the Liberty Station area, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, by like OGs. Yeah, shit. I think so, yeah. yeah. But no, they, they, <laughs> it was really funny. They all, like our whole group, which is probably like 10 to 12 people, they all get on the, on the, uh, um, they all get on the elevator and the thing was packed and I don't really like to be like elbow to elbow with people in general. And I went, I'm good. I'm going to walk upstairs. And they're like, no, just get on. I'm like, no, fuck you guys. I'm going upstairs. The, the elevator closed. And then, oh, no, they were going down. And I walked down the stairs, and I came down, and the elevator never opened. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And then I'm getting, like, text messages and calls, and they're like, we're stuck in the elevator. And I'm like, ha, ha. That's so, horrible. I know, and I told How long were they stuck? It was probably, like, 15, 20 minutes. So they weren't there for too long. They had that, to. In an elevator, that's, like, three hours. I know, yeah. Well, I was, I was, when they all got out of there, they were all so fucking frustrated. And I was like, I told you guys not to do it, but. <laughs> I felt like a fucking. I was. I was just laughing my ass off. There, I was down at the front desk trying to tell the front. Like while I didn't have a voice, I'm like, you gotta get him off. The, you gotta get him off the elevator. And they're like, please, old man, <laughs> please go away, sir. You sound like Tom Waits right now. Um, but yeah, that was a. It was an interesting night. But yeah, like I said, it was. Uh, it's the Stone Liberty Station New Year's Eve thing is entertaining, and I I would recommend it if you've never been. But a hundred dollar price tag is a little steep too. I think it was a little expensive for what they offer. There was only three beers. I don't know. It just I don't feel like the hundred dollars really equated to gotcha. all the like the actual experience. So I don't know. Yeah. But I get I would recommend it if you've never done it. I suppose. Yeah. Totally. Something to do on a on New Year's Eve night. I guess we. I don't know. How do you feel about New Year's Eve? Do you like to go out like all out? I mean, this last year. We were actually all at um where were we were at South Park Brewery for a little while. Yeah, and that was fun. Oh, yeah, I liked we were the, there. That was fun. It was like I felt like that was so nonchalant. We all just kind of hung out and talked and had some <laughs> beers. I liked that. Where I feel like a lot of the times we make these big plans, like these extravagant things, go do something, and I always feel like it never really lives up to the hype that you're like kind of creating in your brain. It's like prom night. Yeah. Um, well, I never went to prom. So oh well. I skipped mine. Prom, it was okay. I mean, I've been to a prom. It just wasn't mine. I ended up hanging yeah. out with my ex-boyfriend at Denny's. And I was like, yeah, for For your prom? I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you mean on your prom night? Yeah. Like, we went to prom. Oh, so you went to prom and then you ended up and at then Denny's. afterwards, we ended up at Denny's. But were him you, and I. But were you... Was he your ex at the time? Yes. Okay. So you ended up hanging out with your yeah, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He okay. was supposed to go off and become a stripper for, like, Chippendales. <laughs> 
But then he ended up joining the Marines and I went off into the band that I was in at the time. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, you know, we broke up in sophomore year. Wow. So like, that sounds like nothing's happening tonight, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want, but I'm the wrong person. <laughs> Do you think that's a thing? Is it, I mean, I know like we've talked about stereotypes, you know, over over the like stereotypes exist for a reason, right? Yes. When you they somehow somewhere this has happened enough time. I think we've talked about it on the show too, where somehow somehow this has happened enough times that it becomes the normal. Where like the stereotypes gets created, like mm-hmm. the the dumb jock or the or like the, the bimbo the, cheerleader, like, like the yeah the bimbo cheerleader that that's that dates the dumb jock that's like the quarterback and yes. like you know that like that kind of that general stereotype. It, it must have happened enough times that it, it became a thing, right? Right. So. I, I've heard this and it seems like I've seen it in movies and TV a lot where people go, oh, it's prom and like tonight's the night I lose my virginity. Like you waited your entire, you waited all of high school to go to this dance and to lose your virginity. I don't know. I feel like that is such a, like a it's a stereotype, but it must have, like it must have been a thing. Like maybe it was like from the 1950s or something. It where, has to have been, yeah. and then Hollywood picked it up and made it into this whole sure. But I mean, who, flam was, kind of thing. There's got to be enough stories out there where like, oh, I waited all I year. Don't know, yeah, I'm like, first of all, prom night is a whack ass night. I know everybody who went to prom. You know what else is whack? High school. High school blows. <laughs> I was talking to somebody today, and I was like, yeah, fucking, or your ass. What? I was talking to you. Oh, okay. School sucks. Fuck school. <laughs> school does suck. I never liked school. I was never, I mean, I've never been, uh, I was never been a, like a book smart person. I always had a good time with the social aspect of school, but I never liked being in class. I mean, and I'm talking about kindergarten i never enjoyed being in kindergarten i liked talking to other people and socializing mm-hmm. but i never liked being in school and even kindergarten's like the most story time and play-doh and like dumb shit you know it's like by the time i got into like school where you started to have to do math and do other things that were actually like part of learning i hated it even more i was like i just want to go home like i never wanted to be Never wanted to be in class. This is how I feel about school. I love learning. Okay. Like, learning is amazing, obviously. We're able to communicate with each other right now. Absolutely. Like, you know, we can function. Do you I think, drive a car. Do you think that because... but I, get, I don't want to derail it too much. <laughs> but do you think that you learned those things from school? Like, do you think because you're good at socializing, do you think you took that from school? I think the best part of school was the social aspect because the shit that I learned, like, yes, I learned some, you know, fundamental ideals and things and shit and whatever the fuck. But for the most part, none of that shit prepared me for to be the person I to sell beer. Sure, sure. Well, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about this actually, where we're where we're saying like, how come you were we were talking about like how your mom was an uh, your mom was an accountant Mm -hmm. and. You learned all this stuff about bank. You were in banking for a while. Like you yes. learned all these things and you were like, I learned all this stuff early on because my mom was an accountant and I worked in banking. But I was like, yeah, you know what the crazy thing is, though? They, nobody teaches you that when you go to school. And that you sucks. don't you don't learn that stuff. You don't learn what a 401k is at school. Nope. Nobody gives you that information. So it's like you're expected to go into life with all these things that school never teaches you. So that's why I, f- I think I walked away from school feeling like I was slighted a little bit where I was like, why no, did I real. do this? And that's yeah. the educational system creates so many anarchists and they 
don't realize that. <laughs> you're just you're like, fucking I'm, I'm creating just, all these I'm people. I'm just going to set the building on fire. the government because <laughs> your fucking shit is whack. You're like, how come my teacher never told me to do my taxes? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? What the fuck is this yeah. shit? Why do I owe this bitch this that much? Like, no, that shit sucks. They didn't teach you life shit. Right. It's like, you know, like, yeah, uh, here's a fucking parallelogram or, or fucking. Yeah, like, I remember boost, doing like, drafting. I remember in middle school, in my, like, my eighth grade math class, it was a drafting class. Like, this was like a version of, it's like a version of algebra, right? And we were just doing drafting. And I just remember getting a compass and making fucking shapes. And I don't remember learning a damn thing from that class. I remember chatting with people and bullshitting my way through that whole thing and i took nothing away from it i mean besides the teacher the teacher that we had there was a crazy person and he was like entertaining to be around beyond the teacher being an entertaining person i never walked out of that class being like man i'm really glad i had fucking made a triangle today like in three dimensions i just right. don't it not i took nothing from that class and i was like i spent a good portion of my eighth grade year in that class for it what? Sucks because it's it's like I feel like all they're prepping you to do is have your traditional nine to five job. Sure. It's like when you're born, it's like, oh, you don't remember shit before that, and you're right. just like here, and there's people looking at you making all these fucking faces. I feel like that's like a fundamental of like the 1950s or something, where it was like you're gonna go to school, you're gonna get your education, and then you're gonna grow up, and you're gonna go, you're gonna leave college, and you're gonna go do your nine to five job. Exactly. And yeah. so that's what school is because it's like, okay, so when you're, you know, two to four years old, depending on if you go to a preschool or not, like the world is your oyster. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to ask to go to the bathroom. You can just do your shit. Mm-hmm. And then you go to fucking school and they're like, oh, you got to raise your hand. You got to yeah. ask. Did you take the hall pass? Take shit. Do you have the hall yeah. pass? And it's like, that's all they're teaching you to do is go fucking work a desk job right. for some fucking piece of shit employer who doesn't give two shits about you yeah i mean i for me i i don't know i mean i feel like i feel like edu- there's certain aspects of education that are important but i mean well, I, I we have to you know yeah but I, again i feel society. like i don't took a lot of i i feel like i didn't take a lot away from the whole school experience i feel like the main thing i got out of it was becoming somebody where i developed a a like a I feel like I developed a lot of my personality there Mm -hmm. because I really figured out kind of the kind of person I was. And I realized the kind of person that other people were like, I I feel like I got to know people in that sense, but I don't think I took a lot away from the, the actual learned books, smart stuff. It's like, think about it back to prom. It's Mm -hmm. like your whole fucking school career is like this one night. I thought dan- I, I never really understood the whole dances thing either because I'm not a big dan- I'm not a big fan of dance in general. So it's like all these gr- and it's like they're like you gotta ask the girl and then she's gonna tell you if like she can and you're like I remember I went to like the wi- when I was a freshman I went to the winter formal with a sophomore or junior and she was like we're in drama together and we we didn't go romantically at all we were friends Mm -hmm. and we just went for like for fun and i remember that being a more pleasant experience and instead of going with like my girlfriend so i went with my girlfriend because she to her senior prom i think i was she was like two grades ahead of me and i remember going to the prom and just being like this just feels like it just felt weird. Like we're there to like, I don't know. It felt like it was too overly serious or it's you had so to go through forced. this. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah. I, I mean, once I walked away, I mean, it wasn't like we had a bad night or anything. It was just, 
I came out of that going like, I don't, once I came out of her prom, I was like, I don't even need to go to mine. Now I have, now that I've had this experience, I don't need to go. And I, and when my senior prom rolled around, I didn't, you know, I just went and hung out with friends that night. For sure. Yeah. We had like the, the non-prom party, you know, like we oh, hung you out. Were one of those people. Uh, we're like, we're going to do the, do the other <laughs> thing. I'm one of those people. <laughs> so I, I went to prom went all four years. <laughs> <laughs> Every year you went? Oh God. Was it? You have like older boyfriends in every year, every class. Well, they weren't like they're just my friends. Okay. I went to a predominantly gay school. Okay, Chula Vista High School. Whoa, whoa, represent. <laughs> um, no, but so Chula Vista High School has uh, it's called SCPA School of Creative Performing Arts aspect, um, a part okay. of the school, and so most of the dudes I went to high school with liked other guys. Okay, and I like guys, so you know we sure. all bonded on that. Yeah, and yeah. Right on. Well, I mean, that's like... That, and so it's a lot easier to be like, hey, mom, I'm going to prom with her instead of my fucking lover over here. <laughs> Your dad has like, comes in and is all concerned. You better be home by midnight. I'm his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Quotes. You don't have to worry about me, sir. I enjoy penis. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not his. Yeah. Not yours, sir. Just the, the other guys in class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I w- thinking about school. We've been since we've been talking about like education and things lately. I just was thinking about that. I was like, man, school is just, just prom. Like even today, we we're talking about like how dead it was, and it was just like it's been so dead. And like, and then what? I think the bartender at the at the bar we were at was just like, oh yeah, you know, there's prom and things happening, and like people are going to be graduating soon because it's May and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, just I was just the fact that she said that, I was like. Uh, prom like that's it's a big deal for people I'm you know sorry no no you don't have to be sorry i just i just think it was interesting Do i you just ha- we can have our own prom <laughs> let's have a prom can we have an old people prom <laughs> i like it where actually my one of my favorites was i remember this it's like only remember certain moments from the night but it was like i think it was like seventh or eighth grade and we went to a dance like it was a dance for our middle school and it was one of those things where all the guys were on one side of the room and all the girls were on the other side. And then, and eventually everybody started dancing, but it was like, at first everybody was just kind of on the two sides. And then eventually everybody kind of ended up mixing in together. And then after that, everybody started like grinding. It's like, you know, somebody got drunk somewhere. (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but it was funny. I just remember the tension in the room was always pretty, pretty good. At least for that one dance. But it was just I don't know. School's always been really so back to, to school. Me. That's yeah. pretty much all school is good for is social interaction. Sure. Well, that was I mean that was what I like I said that's what I took away from it. Yeah. I think I developed a lot of my sense of humor. I feel like I developed a lot of my <clears throat> people talk about especially in today's day and age where people talk about bullying and stuff. Like uh-huh. I got made fun of all the time, but I didn't take I never took it to I don't know everybody's different, but I took it to heart. I I mean I didn't take it to heart. I just kind of like shot back. I just found out like quips and things like to get it made me wittier and it made me like exactly. a, maybe a stronger person like emotionally where I was like this guy I think is a fucking idiot so well, I'm, he's got yeah. home problems himself clearly like, if you and, break it down yeah and I don't know up. I don't know how like I just developed a sense of humor out of the whole thing you know where people would be like you're an asshole or you're an idiot or fucking I was like and hey, you're fucking stupid too. you know just come out with like whatever exactly. you know yeah whatever bullshit comments you could come up with but I just remember feeling like i think the first time i got made fun of i was like that sucks and then i was like after that it kind of just it would happen you know here and there and where and eventually it just it meant it didn't mean anything you know and i don't know that's i feel like i feel like kids 
these days are so sensitive. I feel like everybody is so sensitive about everything. And I'm like, we, what happened to just like fighting that off? You know, like what? Well, it's like like my my mom and my dad, even my grandma. She tells me stories about like her childhood and like how she had to fucking take a razor blade to school because some bitch was fucking with her. Jesus Christ! Yeah, but that was like you know fucking 1936. Sure, that's and that's that's kind of hardcore i mean it's hardcore but it's like the shit's been going on forever and then now everybody wants to just fucking blow up the school and it's like well that's i mean that's a whole do that that's the only thing is like i feel like people where not that this stuff didn't exist when i was younger but i feel like the violence level Mm -hmm. was lower and i mean again not for every school like if you're like in the like ghetto part of detroit or something and you're like you you go into like this this, chicago whatever no i'm just saying that i'm just saying like if you were in that like maybe those schools are gnarly right but i didn't grow up at that school but i just never felt like i grew up in fucking ib yeah you know i never felt like it was that it was that gnarly but well what i mean is just i didn't i feel like i didn't I don't know. I just feel like I was able to go through school and just kind of, again, like develop a sense of humor, develop, you know, people you got along with other people you didn't get along with. And you figured out who your friends were and who your friends weren't. And you kind of go through like the dumb, like bullshit drama. But I never, I never felt like, man, today I'm bringing a gun. Like I never, you know, I never, never. Yeah. That's a little like that's a little like gnarly. And it's but, like yeah. even the person you hated most at school. Oh yeah, I would like be like I'm gonna glue them to their seat. Exactly. Like, that, that's like or it's like, like I hope they fucking like somebody nares their shampoo and they yeah. lose all their fucking hair. I feel like we whatever just happened. Like hey, if you're upset and people are making fun of you, find a really good way to get back at them. Like make them sit on exactly. a tack or something. I don't know. A whoopee yeah. cushion. Sure. What happened to yeah. those? Like just humiliate them. Just make them feel terrible. Like I don't know. Or just stand up for yourself, but the, not invite. Way. Yeah, that's the that's the wow. thing is I never uh, through my entire life uh, people who I've never got like I didn't get along with or made fun of me I never ever felt like I had to go fight them I was always thinking of another way to make their life terrible and <laughs> that was that was literally exactly. it. Like, I was like what can I do to them today to make sure that they like you know it's just stupid shit but it wasn't like it wasn't like man I'm gonna go uh, make sure I go kill his dog later after after school you know no <laughs> and you know. Uh-huh. It's just there's too many people on the planet. Okay? Tension is tensions are too high. Everybody's way too Everybody's, serious. Everybody's yeah. We used to, that was it. Even was, on the road driving. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Well, you know, you used to hear about that in LA, right? Where people would get cut off or something crazy would happen and then all of a sudden somebody pull out a gun and like shoot somebody before like yes. like crazy road rage. Like LA road rage was a really big thing, especially in the early nineties when uh like the gangs the gang wars mm-hmm. were like a really, really big thing. Uh, that was way more prominent. Like people were just shooting each other left and right, and it wasn't in the same vein of like now. But it was just, it was just like, oh shit, don't fuck with people on, in LA. They're gonna exactly. get a shotgun pulled on you. But yeah, no, that's just, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. It just seems like everybody like is overly sensitive. And I remember, I remember high school just being like, I, re- I feel like high school and and elementary school and middle school. I feel like it helped me develop my sense of humor and develop a thick skin. Where I feel like a lot of places now they don't have that. There isn't like nobody's developing like a strength. They're just taking it as a weakness and then freaking out about it. And I'm like, exactly. where's this? There wasn't like the parental support here. I feel like is lacking where like the, the parents need to be like, that guy's just a bully. You need to toughen up and we need, you need to like, you know, make fun of his hair in front of everybody and get him good or something. You know, it's like, Stand you know, yeah. up for yourself, have a oh. backbone sure, because yeah. it's like, I think you know, standing you can up for run yourself to in a general. teacher yeah. or a professor or whoever the fuck and tell them, or your parents, but it's like, 
you know, we're in our 30s now. And yeah. it's like, you, when I we gr- still fucking get, I bully you all the goddamn time. Oh, yeah, time. absolutely. <laughs> and I, I cry when you're leave. When you leave, I cry. But it's fine. I, I, I'll brush it off. It's not a big Little deal. bitch. <laughs> you say Beat that. Beat your ass up after this podcast. <laughs> Help. Send police. Fucking send anybody's <laughs> bitches mine. <laughs> I'm going to have that ass. <laughs> You're my little, you're my little pet boy. <laughs> no, that's horrible. I didn't even, you know. I'm sorry. Hey, you ever watch Broad City? I do. I okay. love that show. I never, I didn't know what pegging was until I saw that show, and I was like, oh, that's a thing, I guess. Like, I didn't know what that was, and then she dates that guy that's into pegging, and I was like, what the fuck? I did People not. People are weird. Oh yeah, no, there's some shit that I didn't, I didn't know. I feel like I'm. I'm way out of touch, and I feel like I didn't know that that existed until recently. And I feel like I'm not uh, uh, well acquainted with like the dating world don't, now. Yeah. Don't go to that side. No, no. I I'm mean, not, I, haven't I have there. no interest, but I've no, I have a lot of friends who are into a lot of different things. Okay, hey, you know what? <laughs> to each zone, experience whatever you want to experience. I'm just saying that that's something that I didn't know. Like. Something when I was I used to deliver flowers like a long time ago, and I in the flower shop was kind of like a little hen house, right? Like all the women there would just get together and they just went, me, 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 me. yeah, and they would just talk about all the random shit. And there was this lady that's offensive. I know, right? Kidding. I know. Back <laughs> See, <the sensitivity>. offensive. <laughs> all right, everybody's offended now. Every every woman is offended. I I want to tell you that it was a real thing that was actually happening. It was a total hen house. So. Uh, but they would just, you know, they would just talk about all this. And then one day there's this older lady who was probably like grandma age, you know, not like she's probably like late, like mid sixties, like late sixties in that, in that range, okay. mid, mid to late sixties. Um, and she started talking about, uh, mentioning these things called furries. She's like, Oh, did you hear about this thing in the news? Like this furry convention got busted up and all these people got arrested. And I was like, this is like 2011, I think. Wait, or wait what no, is it? 2000 and Fur- furry, furry, like, have, a, have like you ever, a furry bear. N- like, yeah, like a furry. So, have you ever you ever heard of this? No. Okay, so this is funny because I'd never heard of this until. So this is probably no, this is like 2009, 2010, probably in that range. Um, I was like, what the fuck? And I'm looking at her, and I was like, what is a furry? And she goes, you don't know what that is? And I'm like, no, should I? What what is a furry? And she goes, oh, it's a a group of people who have a sexual fetish where they fetish where they dress up in animal costumes <laughs> and they fuck each other like they have sex in animal costumes <laughs> and i didn't know what that was and i didn't I, I felt like i was not shocked but i was like that's a thing like i was like that's a thing that people do and not only is it a thing that people do there was a convention <laughs> that there was a convention <laughs> of people that all got together to do this and i was i was like what and the fact that she was had that much age on me and she knew about this thing i felt i was like man i really gotta get my shit together if if this grandma like (laughs) if this grandma knows about furries and i don't know what's going on i mean like not to say that i want to go participate but i'm just like how come i didn't know what the how come i never heard of this yeah Yeah. how come i didn't know (laughs) how come i didn't know about these animals yeah it's furry. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I was like, what the hell? So yeah, apparently furries, if you if you were unaware, yeah, furries is a thing where people dress up in animal costumes and have sex with each other. Oh, good time. Yeah. So I guess all the, the costumes pass. are like custom made and they probably have like crotch <laughs> like <custom-made. laughs> you go to a tailor and you're like Could you uh I need-, <laughs> I need to I need my penis to hang out of this bunny costume. Can you just let this part come hang out there? Yeah. Okay, wait. What would you be? 
<laughs> if I could be a furry. All right, I want to tell you what kind of furry I'd be, and then I want to get another beer. Same. Um, God, that's hard. I think you know what one of my one of my favorite animals in the world, and it's mainly because of the noise they make, is a zebra. So I think I'd be a zebra. Have you ever heard the noise of a zebra? No. Okay. They so they look like horses, right? They don't yes. sound like horses though. They go like they they have this weird noise. They go whoop 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 whoop, and it's the weirdest thing. And Interesting. they yeah. So look up like someday look up like zebra noises, and it's it's the weirdest. I'm gonna look up furry. It's like zebra. this weird bubbly noise, and no, yeah, look up furry. Well, be careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> have safe search on a Google when you do that. There might be some shit I'll you don't want to see. Oh yeah, let's just look it up on mine. That's fine. Viruses and all. Um, no, but yeah, that's a. Uh, I'd probably be a zebra just because that zebras are cool. Okay. Yeah. What, what's your animal before we break? I don't know. Probably like some kind of monkey or some shit. <laughs> like to climb trees. <laughs> like with bonobo or something. They like to fuck a bonobo. <laughs> a, a crotchless bonobo costume with a tail. The tail, though, you'd have to have like a. You'd have to be able to control the tail. That's fine. And maybe at the end of the tail, it could be like a dildo on it or okay, something. Okay, that for, sounds for, good. For pegging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Dude, it all comes around. Man, okay. Circle well, of <laughs> <life>. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break and we'll grab another beer and then we'll come back. All right, we're back, and we have a new beer. And you're going to have to remind, since you brought this one over, this one's from Burning Beard. What was the name of it again? It's called Rogan the Lightning. All right, do you want to explain? You knew this style better than me. You can explain it better than I can. So it's a Rogan beer. A Rogan beer is a German-style beer. Um, Not super popular here in America. Uh, I I don't even know how. I love German beers same i don't even know i don't know the history of it in germany Mm -hmm. um but it is a rye um beer Mm -hmm. it's similar to a dunkelweizen but with rye okay so it's to me it's like it's got like that hef it well it's with half yeast so it's got like you know the clove Mm -hmm. and banana characteristics oh i like it it's good yeah, but then that rye cuts through that, so it's not super phenolic. The rye is not, um, it's not s- overpowering, though. No. Yeah. Something I've actually been really realizing about rye is for the longest time, I was sort of not like, I didn't hate rye, but I felt like I wasn't a big fan of it. And the more rye I've consumed, the more I'm enjoying it. I, I think my rye. first experience with it beyond like, having rye bread or something mm-hmm. was like rye whiskey and it was like a spicier whiskey usually and it just wasn't it, it wasn't doing it for me and so I think I kind of had that that thing going like I must not like rye very much you know and so and I kind of was always I tried maybe like one or two rye beers where the rye was really strong and really overpowering and that kind of made me question it too I was like I guess I don't like rye but lately, I've had things over the last couple of years that I've been trying that are really balanced and have rye in them. And you're getting a lot of like, we we're talking about like fruit esters and different things. And I was, uh, for me, it's kind of changed my mind. I'm like, I think I like rye. Like, I actually I do enjoy it. It was just that I wasn't drinking the right ones, which is something that we've talked about with beers is like where somebody who has like one bad IPA and they just assume that all IPAs are exactly. bad. You know, it's easy to get into that, that place of going, I guess they don't like this, you know, because I've had the one or the two that aren't good and it kind of ruins your experience for the rest of them. Um, don't be like, I think that, but that happens a lot, right? It's easy to do it, that. It, yeah. It's so we're humans and we're so negative. That's like, we 
we go to negativity negativity more than we do positivity and it's sure. like just fucking be open about shit like i used to say that i hated like hefeweizens mm-hmm. and anything that produced like that clovey banana esters mm-hmm. um anything that was like super phenolic like super band-aidy or like smoky like i was not about that shit yeah but it's like no you just haven't had the cr- the right beverage or food or whatever right. for your palate to make you enjoy that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know i've been so nice today it's so not no, like you me, know right yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird is actually i was we, i had this kind of a little bit of epiphany earlier was we we're somebody was talking about going to see a show and they were talking about how that they were like well the guys are old they, they were talking oh uh, slayer is playing tonight oh yes and so the 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 bartender and a couple other people at the bar were talking about um, that they're going to go see the show. And they're like, you know, don't get your expecta- expectations too high. These guys are old. It's like their farewell tour. It's not going to be the same as like Slayer when those dudes were like 20 years old, right? I mean, um, and I was like, y- you know what's funny is like if you go into, and we, we talk about like the difference, between, you know, being negative or whatever. But I was like, you know what? Negativity wins. Because if you go into any, any fucking experience in your life and you go, this is going to fucking suck. And it's great. Then you're fucking you're you're like blown away by it because your your expectation is so low that you have no expect you're like you're going this is gonna be the worst fucking movie this is gonna be the worst fucking piece of music I've ever heard and then when it's good you're gonna be like oh my god it was amazing no yeah. <laughs> no because if you're me and I get negative I go into a zone where every fucking thing sucks it's like. <laughs> fucking hate but that would, but, shit but this if you, is gross but if you thought it was gonna be bad ass. before you experienced it like i'm not saying you had the experience no, and I then you thought it, yeah, yeah. no 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 i don't know but i was saying like that would totally work it totally would work i'm gonna try it from now on don't I'm, encourage people to do that <laughs> think positively good vibes yeah <laughs> next time you go into an experience just go this is just gonna be the worst blow. fucking, fucking thing ever shit. it's all your wedding and then day, when it's like, amazing it's gonna be the yeah. worst fucking wedding ever <laughs> make sure to tell your fiance that too you're you like this is gonna ugly, be the worst fat yeah. fuck bitch <laughs> <laughs> no but you have to say that before you see her though you're like you probably look awful exactly. like yeah you probably didn't even do your hair right oh today my God, i expected yeah. you to look horrible you probably don't oh, even look so you probably don't even look good with makeup on and then when you see her you're like oh my god you look incredible uh <laughs> don't you, you fucking dick <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that'd be so amazing. I'm like, hey, tonight we're gonna have pizza. It's probably gonna be the worst pizza we've ever had in our lives, but at least we're having it. You oh know? gosh! Yeah. And then when you have it, you're like, well, this pizza's fantastic. It's that amazing. does not work. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think maybe I've, one or two I've had times. A, I've had a fucking revelation here. It's, Whatever. It's amazing. You're so cynical. I hate you. So I much. am very cynical. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about. It. I was like, just lower the bar, and then you can't be disappointed if it's low. <laughs> I think the thing you have to be worried about is if you lower the bar and then it's worse than that, that's when you should be like, wow, this really was garbage. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happens with, you know, <laughs> fucking random Papa's Pizza Pizza and fucking your $2 Papa, hooker Papa John's or whatever. fucking downtown gas lamp yeah, I wonder, on like, a Saturday night. Everybody who has one night stands, go into that one night stand expecting it to be fucking terrible. And if it turns out to be good sex, then you're stoked. So I've never <laughs> had a one night stand. I doubt that. I've 
dead serious. Really? Like, okay. Drop fucking Jesus. Dead right All right. Now. Well, I'm a good girl. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Usually, when people say that, it's completely not true. No, for me, it's as squeaky fucking clean. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. No, that's you know good for you. That everybody. Uh, so I was on date my mom, and the guy didn't pick me. Wait, you were on what? Date my mom. What is that? Can you please please explain before we move forward. Back in the day, this there's this one channel called MTV. Oh, MTV. <laughs> I remember that. Was that a show called Date My Mom? Yeah. It was like back in how I don't old am I don't think I remember that I'm one. Like 64. You're 64. <laughs> so that was 30 years ago. <laughs> you gotta see I said you gotta aim you gotta aim high exactly. or aim low. Yeah. If you saw me and you were like, Oh my god, you're 64, you look amazing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This thing totally works. It's okay. I'm I'm feeling it now. <laughs> no, but you look fucking incredible. <laughs> so, date my mom is a show on MTV where the guy he had three con- there was three contestants and the dude dated each contestant's mother oh to God. see if he wanted to go out with the chick. Oh wait, so he goes out with the mom yes. to figure out if he wants to date the daughter. Yes, and the daughter has no say in this. No, so it just. If everything works out between the mom and the and the the date or the guy, yes, then they and get, then at the end he gets to see and they get to subject the, the daughter, chick, okay. and then he's like, okay, let's go out on a date. So if the mom was like quasi attractive or anything like that, he would take these as signs of. Well, like so he would he, take these as signs of. This so is what for the girl our thinks. episode, him and my mom, they went to like. Wait, you were actually on the show. I was on the show. Are you fucking okay? Okay, so I didn't. I, okay, <laughs> I didn't understand. Okay, no, please explain. This is even more fascinating. So, I forget. I think him and my mom went to like an ice cream shop. My mom has it on VHS somewhere because it was back in like the early. 2000s. Oh, amazing! Before, right? Don't we you should miss get those days? I have a lot of VHS, but we should get this all digitally uh, know, right? <laughs> remastered. There. I remember I wanted to get it put onto a DVD, and this dude was trying to charge me like forty five dollars. It was like back in oh, like this bit, yeah. 2000. way cheaper now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. So anyway, um, so he goes out with my mom, and like my mom, she's like, they call her the black. Betty Crocker or the Black Jew or like she's got a bunch of black names and like <laughs> it's like Susie Homemaker kind of shit exactly. yeah, yeah she's so Betty Crocker is so good and like she fucking ruined it for me he was like I just don't know if I could date your daughter you know because she just seems like super like straight edge was she super bro like, super cool no but okay. the guy was pretty bro yeah well, that's and what I meant. Yeah, the, the dude. Oh, the dude. Yeah. They're talking about my mom. Like, oh, no, my no, no. Your mom, no. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. No, the guy that was out. Yeah, dude. You want to go shred the so, gnar? Wait. <laughs> wait. So, hold, so the, on this date that he goes out with on your like with your mom, he goes out to like an ice cream shop and they just like have a conversation. Just chat. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, yeah. Has there been I'm any? Oh, my God. Like, for sure. Like, totally. Like, <laughs> that's how him and my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, do you know are you familiar with the show in general do you know if the guy ever decided that he wanted to date the mom over the daughter it was all like just fake i it know of just, course it was but you know, but he wasn't scripted though like you didn't know this guy beforehand right no no no, okay. no i didn't even see him until the big like reveal when i lost and like um 
he goes out with my mom and he talks about how I'm like super straight edge and like super clean and like just a good wholesome girl and how he can't he's like I can't date your daughter and this is because your mom explained yeah, you to him yeah my mom's like you know okay. she's so she's just a little angel she's a good girl I wonder what it would be like if my mom I mean I can't imagine my mom ever doing a show like that but I wonder what she, she would probably talk about me like I was a fucking saint yeah, she'd probably be like, That's oh. mother's, though. Yeah. It's like, I wish, like, one of my friends could have been like, oh, yeah, she's fucking <laughs> ratchet as shit, that crazy-ass bitch. Like, <laughs> I think it would have been... F- I think it would be more funny if it was somebody's friend, right? Because that would be way more hilarious. They'd be like, oh, you don't want to date her. Right. <laughs> that is not good. Yeah. And so the chick that he chose, I'm like... I mean, it's fine because I, I had a boyfriend at the time anyway, so it was, I wasn't ever going to date this guy. <laughs> this was all just television. Is there was, was there money involved? Yeah, I was uh, paid. So, oh, you were paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, even though you didn't win, you still. Oh yes. Okay. No, this was just because back in the day, I had like a uh, talent agent up in L.A. and you know whatever. I'm just looking for shows. And exactly. Different shit to just do. trying yeah. to get fucking money. And I get shit. it. I get it. Yeah. That's interesting. I I I was trying to remember. We were trying to remember uh, a show that I think it was on v- uh, VH1 or MTV earlier on, and I couldn't remember the name for the longest time. It was called Singled Out. Oh, and, yeah. I remember that show. Yeah. And that was like what Chris Hardwick was like the uh, the. That's the that one dude who does the fucking he's got his own podcast Walking Dead and, shit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah, does, yeah. He's got all sorts of stuff, but he used to be like an MTV VJ or whatever. <laughs> the 90s. Yeah, he's having a, love, a loving relationship with Kurt Loder at some point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a old school if anybody is not just from, google him. Yeah, just, just look up kurt loader he's quite the man um i wonder what he's doing today like know. where is kurt loader yeah. in a really dark room <laughs> hopefully he's like on on the radio or something <laughs> on a really dark room just crying he used to be a vj uh i like how they call them video jockeys that's like they I didn't know. those those video jockeys didn't even play fucking video like they would just be like all right next up is the it Maryland like Manson MTV video music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or whatever the fucking theme song yeah was. yeah 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 and they'd be like MTV news fucking Kurt Cobain that's when I liked that's when I liked MTV though I don't re- I, I don't I don't even, even know what the does M- fuck's is, on is MTV still I don't around? think they do music videos anymore I, if I'm I don't watch cable but I I don't think they I think it's all just TV programming now I don't think it's it's like real world and stuff I don't know if it's uh it's horrible yeah. They don't do the music videos. It's weird. They still make them, but they're not. They're more like a. It's like a YouTube. No, thing you have now. to go to like yeah. Vimeo or shit for or, that now. Vimeo or whatever the hell it's called. Is or, that how you say it? I think I don't know. There's a bunch of different. There's so many different video services. Vimeo. Now. Vimeo. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, no, that was just yeah. Old school. I liked old school because like old school MTV. I used to remember right before school, we had to get up super early. And I would wake oh, up, yeah, wake, but, but like I'd be up at like six in the morning and just turn on video. Like videos would just be yep. going, you know, and you could just see all sorts of like whatever the new fucking thing is. Or if you were like watching TV really late at night, I remember during summer when I was a kid, it was probably like early nineties. I turned on MTV like really late at night, and the first it was the very first time I ever saw Marilyn Manson. It was the Sweet Dreams oh, nice. video, and that thing was frightening. I was like, this is like watching a right? horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? That that was my first like old man moment of music where I was like, what the hell is happening? 
sitting with the kids today and the, the goddamn you know it's like was awesome. yeah no i didn't know i was like what is this music like it wasn't the music i was listening to at the time i was listening to a lot in the early 90s i was listening to a lot of pop so like i was listening to michael jackson and okay. just different like you know madonna had shit out and did, there was just right. different things like early 90s was all pop music for me so i think it wasn't like top 40 but it was probably pretty close you know but top 40 back then was more tolerable in my mind than like today's top 40 fucking so. <clears throat> oh, growing up mtv was like where i found out about every i mean there were i mean after mtv there was like limewire oh yeah, yeah 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 no i use <laughs> limewire i got to cease and desist after downloading a roy Orbison song it's <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, this is getting real. It might have been, it was either on LimeWire or Napster. I can't remember. <laughs> no, it was something else, but pretty fucking close. That's how funny that is. I was like, oh shit, they're serious. Like, they're like, really don't want me to download any more Roy Orbison songs. Iron Maiden song or some shit. It was royal. I love it. It's probably like Blue Bayou or something. I don't know. Oh my God. Anything so you want. <laughs> <laughs> no man that's so funny because i was just like well I, i'm a i'm a kind of an old soul i used to listen to like really old like classic like it's you know good. 50s and 60s no, and stuff I, like I that. love frank sinatra yeah and uh i just thought it was uh it was funny because yeah, i'd never like i at that time when i was at when i was a kid i used to download music where nowadays i buy my music because i feel like i have a different appreciation for the entertainment industry like opposed to how i use because I, I mean i now spending time when, now that i've spent time in the entertainment industry music and film and, mm-hmm. and different different mediums i really do appreciate or have like more respect for the all the work and all the shit that goes into Dude. it where i didn't you know as a kid i didn't know that anything you know no it's just a song you, you just wanted. see a, you listen to a song or just see a movie or whatever and it doesn't mean anything exactly you know? yeah and where now finally when i actually did get to go and work and they did work in la for a minute and i've done some stuff you know in the music industry and things like that i I completely changed my mind about how all the work and all the all the money and effort that goes into it and how many people are involved you know just to like shoot a music video there's like 50 people on set trying to get this thing completed you know for a a, a music video that takes three and a half minutes you know it's like trying to fucking do a beer festival oh it's insane yeah and it's like you realize like all the money and effort that goes into putting on something that seems so small and insignificant something you can consume in a matter of moments you know Mm -hmm. it's like a beer i mean the same thing with beer right how long does it take to make this beer and you're able to consume it in a matter of like if i wanted to i could just chug this thing you know and exactly. it's gone in a moment it's gone but it but it took somebody uh, days weeks months to mm-hmm. to create you know and that's something that's really interesting about um consumable items in general exactly. you know that's like whether the the nice thing about music and film is that you can do repeats you know like it, with a beer sometimes or like a a, a food item it's like it's here and then it's gone and you're not going to get a repeat. Even if it comes back, it's never truly the same as what it was the first time you had it. Yeah. I saw, I think I saw something like a quick article that was saying that, and I just read the headline. I didn't read the whole article because I didn't really care about like the science behind it, but it was saying that the very first album you hear from a band becomes your favorite. And it was something, it was related to science. Like, is scientifically like they were they were talking but i didn't personally think that was true because i have plenty of bands where the first album i heard 
is not my favorite album. So okay. I don't necessarily think that's true, which is why I didn't read the article. So to touch on that, because there's like this whole thing where it's like, like when you're learning something new, you have to like see it multiple times or hear it multiple times in order for you to grasp it. Right. So there's this band. They're called <clears throat> Waters. They're out of San Francisco. And um, my husband and I, we saw them about how long we were married four years so like five years ago what kind of music um or just general just like like just like fucking stoner okay like stoner jam, rock stuff. yeah jam band super kind of loud okay. like when they're live they're fucking loud it's mm. amazing okay. um but we saw them they were opening for delta spirit so we saw them two or one night up in hollywood and then two nights down at belly up or oh. Up at Elliot because okay. we're down. Right, right, right. Um, but the first night I was like, "What the fuck? Like this shit is whack. Like <laughs> this is horrible. These people are get off the fucking stage. <laughs> Where's Delta Spirit? Like <laughs> one of those moments. right? But then the then second night drugs. I was like, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> all right, all right." And then the third night it was like, "Oh shit!" So I see what they're saying because it's like that, like hearing those songs that first night it was like my mind couldn't grasp it because it was new and it was fresh and it was mm. like what the fuck is this i don't understand but then hearing it over and over again i get what I you're th- saying i think i remember okay, you say what you have to say no i th- no i was saying i think i remember the first song i've heard from a band that i fell in love with where mm-hmm. i would say like maybe the first song the thing that intrigued me to listen to the band might be that song that becomes that has the strongest point of nostalgia sure. but i wouldn't necessarily it's nearly say like like it's the first the very first album i listened to from a band doesn't necessarily mean that it's my favorite you know like i said i didn't read this article so i didn't read all the, like the the factual stuff behind it or what they were talking about but for me like i remember the very first it, and it might not have been the very first led zeppelin song i heard but i remember the first time i heard a led zeppelin song that like blew me away mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god and still to this day when i hear that song i get that like feeling of nostalgia because of what the feeling that i had for that song when i when i heard it but it's not from my favorite album it's not even my favorite led zeppelin song but i have a lot of nostalgia and love for it it's just not the song that i go like when i think of led zeppelin that's not the song i think of so i don't know if i mean again this is just a quick like passing through like looking through my phone an article that would have popped up i probably should have read it but i just i mean i just thought the the interesting yeah i know right (laughs) i just think that the the general headline was intriguing to me but i didn't i mean i didn't necessarily think the whole thing was true it's a i mean do you think that like the very first album you ever listened to from any of your like any band or any group or any per like any artist do you know do you consider that's your favorite times this is my problem with albums, especially back when we were like kids was you would hear a song on the radio and it was fucking amazing. And then right. you get their album that was $30 at Sam Goody or the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. And then no other fucking song on the album is like that or in that style. It was like, just like these random ass fucking singles can be super misleading. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so, no, most of the time I like, Artist's greatest hits album. <laughs> I can I can see that because yeah, you're taking the music. I mean, I like I I tend to go when I get really into a group or a band or or you know it doesn't matter it's solo artist or whatever. When I get really into somebody, I tend to like I tend to look for the deeper cuts, like the stuff that nobody would listen to, and they'd be like, "No, you haven't heard this one. It's for incredible." Sure. <clears throat> but when it comes to 
the initial exposure of a of a of an artist of whoever it is you know um i think that yeah you always hear the single like that's like the first introduction to any totally i mean i would say probably 98 percent of the time that's going to be the case right you're going to hear either your friend play it or you're going to hear it on the radio or you're going to hear a sample of it, especially these days where everything's digital you're going to be able to listen to a sample of it online and you're going to be able to go oh that sounds fucking cool and you're probably going to download that track you know or buy that track which is something that was actually really prominent for music in the in the 50s and things like that where most artists didn't make albums they exactly. made they made singles you know mm-hmm. they had artists that would come out and be like oh you've got this great track we're going to record it we're going to put it on the on the radio and then that's going to generate a buzz for you mm-hmm. and then if you, you get if you make if you make enough money off of this record and then we're going to we're going to give you an album. But right. yeah, it's like the the single was what launched you into where these days singles are the prelude to the album. Mm-hmm. Like they go oh, we're releasing a single off of our new album. You know, the album's already done in a sense, you know. It's like oh, we our album's ready to come like we're we got it coming out in 3, you know, 3 months or whatever. Wow, my phone just went off. <clears throat> All right, hold on. <laughs> All right, that was a yeah phone interruption. <laughs> I forgot to put my phone on silent. It's very professional of me. <clears throat> While you're sitting on your phone, <laughs> Sorry, I got an email. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool technology. I'm trying to sell beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're done working. Stop working. Um. So yeah, now I got I lost my train of thought. I don't even know. We what were the hell talking I was about how back in the day people would release singles and then they'd get an album. Oh right. Now day people they just get albums and they suck <laughs> i don't know i feel like do you, when you do you buy me i mean do you buy music on a consistent basis like do you feel like you, you no because okay. i have spotify and i have pandora yeah. and amazon i'm kind of curious <laughs> to see like the ratio of people that actually purchase music now opposed to people who just like buy a subscription on spotify or or, or pandora so or if i buy a song mm-hmm. I have to really fucking like that song okay. or really dig that artist. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, it's people from like my childhood who I've always loved that uh-huh. I trust their shit. Right, right, and right. And so I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll just buy it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously you probably have artists that you would just straight up buy it without hearing it. Right. Yeah, okay. But I uh, mean, you know, that's like with beer. It's like, I trust this brand. I know this is going to be good. Like Pete's Port. Yeah. Like I'll fucking buy anything they want to sell. That's kind of a, sh- that's like kind of a sure thing with them, right? I mean, I think that with, um, there's not, that's not always a sure, like, I don't know about a lot of breweries that I can think of off the top of my head where I'm like, I would drink anything that they make. Mm-hmm. I think Pete's Port's definitely on that list. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we, I feel like we talk about them a lot, but that's it. It's just fucking good. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to. I mean, it's just, I think that they, yeah, they're probably on that list of just going, oh, Pizza Port's got a new beer. I'm going to try it. I don't need a sample. Like, exactly. just, just give it to me. Yeah. What's awesome about them is they've been around since 1987, the year I was born. It was an amazing year. A lot of good shit happened. 83 was a better year, but 87 was a 87, Pizza Port came along. You know, they're still fucking killing it. And it's like my cousins who are turning over, like, you know to 21 mm-hmm. and shit and they're like oh yeah swamis or chronic and it's like these are such old beers yeah and but they're, they're so good though. Rad. yeah it's amazing i love it swamis is still in my like in my mind is still probably one of the best i like in my if i, I never made a top five list but i feel like if i did swamis would definitely be in the top five. Oh no doubt yeah 
it's just one of those fucking great beers that I can always go to. If I'm looking at a list of beers and I think it's like mediocre, I'm at a bar, restaurant, or whatever, and and I see Swamis and everything else is just like uh, whatever. I can definitely, you know, always go, that'd be my go-to beer. Off the <clears> top <throat> of my head, right now, I would say like my beers are Swamis, Normcore, Orval, Saison Dupont. And Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I, I I'd have to really think about it because I I feel like I've been so uh, disenchanted lately with um, a lot of the stuff that's been out in the world. So I'm I feel sorry. like I no, it's okay. It's just more of I feel like I'd have to. I think I have to reevaluate. Like I'd almost have to go back to my my favorites, my classics, you know, and go like, do I still love this the same way I used to? Well, it's hard <clears> too because <throat> there's. I mean, I I just named five, but yeah. there's. Oh, I know, but I mean, I, I think, but to say something's your favorite, that you, it's always a go-to, anything you can have any time of day, whenever, you know, the repeat beer, like you can drink it at any point in time. I'd have to really think about that. I'd have to oh, go through. shit. Now I want to change mine. Well, it's it's not like. Okay, I'm going to add <laughs> Aurora Hoppy Alice, because that's an amazing IPA by Carl Strauss. Okay. I drink the shit out of that. Hmm, okay. Um, And then their Follow the Sun. It used to be a Kolsch. Now it's a Pilsner. It's Right. Is that... Is it good? Do you think it's better? Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, out of here, I'm I'm not really familiar with the beer itself, so I think I've had it, but I don't remember if I enjoyed it or you know, old recipe, new. Recipe. I didn't drink much of it as a Kolsch, so I'm not going to answer that. Okay, that's fine. I drank most of it as a Pilsner, and I enjoy it. Okay, but, but it, it's, it's not like Normcore, like, <gasps> that's a Czech Pilsner. Mm-hmm. I think this one's just like a. I think it's just a German style pilsner. Okay, I don't yeah. know. Don't quote me. No, 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 no. It's fine. I, I was more. It was I, more at a. It's more at a curiosity. Like I just, just like beer. Just give me a beer and I'll drink. <laughs> or a cocktail. Right. Oh, cocktails. Or wine. Good. Yeah. Or iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> just, just please, just feed me liquid. <laughs> um, but that goes back to. I mean, going back to music stuff too, though. Do you? I don't mean, I mean, I don't like, again, I've never made like a top five list or top 10 list on bands or artists or whatever, but I mean, there's definitely some groups out there where, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't care what they come out with. I'll just buy it, you know, like without having to listen to it. But with these days, like they make the music so accessible now you can hear, I mean, these days where it's like the model back in the day was there was like a three month lead time when you were releasing an album. So if you started promotions for your album, you'd start the promoting three months in advance and you would release a single you would release one single and then that would be your promotion for those three months right and then the album would come out these days bands are releasing three to four songs before the album ever hits and i think that's interesting because it's almost like they have to over promote they're like we're coming out of the album please don't forget you know, it's like, well, it's like, it's, I feel like it's unfortunate. I feel like our generation was the last true cool generation. As far as like, like we not, went outside and not played. All, not all of us had ADD yet. Exactly. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, like I think about my cousin, she's 16 or 17 okay. one of the, or what year is it? It's 2018. So she'll be 18 this year. She was born in 2000. And like. Like, I remember fucking waiting to hear my song on the radio mm-hmm. to press fucking record. There is so no, I yeah, play yeah, it on a tape, over right? And over yeah, again. yeah. 
And it's like now it's like when I hear a song, it's like, oh, I like that single. But I may never listen to anything else that that band produces because it's like, oh, I have I can just go on Amazon Music or Spotify or whatever. Put that song in. Boom. I have the song. We're good. Totally. And it's like, I don't give a shit about your album. Yeah. Where it's like back in the day, it's like you went to where the warehouse and it's like you browse. Oh my God, the warehouse. Yeah. And then you <clears> fucking <throat> bought your $30 CD mm-hmm. and it had all these multiple, um, fucking silent tracks and shit. On oh it. yeah. It yeah. The secret, dope. the secret yeah. songs. Yeah. And it's like, now it's like, ah, I don't there know. is a little bit of a, I mean, I think that our, our parents generation probably felt similar to that too, because they were more like, you know, they grew up with vinyl right. and vinyl had that kind of, that thing where you like when you're putting the needle to the record and you and it has like the, what the they tone. always say well it's like the warmth yeah. of the song which exactly. just there's something I mean and vinyl's popular again which is great yeah. I love that it's popular again but vinyl prices are way high yeah. they're way high compared like they're charging like 30-40 bucks a, a record sometimes mm-hmm. you know and that's a lot it seems and like a, especially for an a, a, essentially what you would call like an outdated uh-huh. um, you know way to listen to music uh, which I love vinyl I'm I'm definitely like more well, we on might the, as well just get xylophones yeah right <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I mean, but it's that just, would be cool, though. Uh, I've always wanted to play a xylophone. I don't know. Um, I just got real. Deep. I would, no, I was just thinking about. It. I was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but no, it's just. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's just something about the music where I think that it's yeah, it's like this generation gap a little bit where the ease and access of songs is so e- it's so easy to get. So like, is it special anymore? Exactly. Where you used to have to kind of like hunt for it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, did you hear that? So and so had like, a new album out. We had yeah, this tangible item, like even if it was a cassette right. or a CD. And it's like this. that's the first media I ever purchased, like on my own. The very first, I mean, I bought a cassette tape. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah, dude, I remember. <laughs> back to the warehouse going there with my grandma and buying like remember when they just did singles mm-hmm. like of your like the popular well, that songs like, that was 45s right like 45 yeah, records yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. and so um it's it's weird now mm-hmm. like i feel i feel hopeful for the future i believe the children are <laughs> i mean i like the i like the ease of access it's great to be able to go <clears throat> like for example there's a band that I like their new album's coming out in June I've already pre-ordered the album so at midnight <clears throat> on the day that their album release I'll get a notification in my email that says album now ready I can go over to the computer and it downloads and it's mine I have it it's available see if they were up with technology it would automatically download to your phone <laughs> I gotta, I gotta open the program or your Amazon yeah. Echo no that's the thing is I gotta just, I just gotta open the program it's fine it's really not that hard just clicking a button it's not that big no see we're in 2018 it should already do it for you it should just be in front of your face you should just hear it in your ears <laughs> I get that. Yeah, it's like eventually it's just going <laughs> to pop up in your eyeball. You're like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's definitely, I, I like the ease of access, but at the same time, yeah, there's no, there's no challenge in going into, in, in, in hunting for music anymore, right? It's all just available to you, you know? And, uh, 
I think that's the uh, it's very that's it, very interesting. It's just it's just so it's a very different dynamic than what I grew up with. But I like that. I, I it's like I love it. I hate it. Like I love that it's easy access. But I feel like it's kind of like with the music industry or movies. It's kind of like looking for a needle in a stack of needles where exactly. everything is just it's just available to you. So like the ease of it is just I don't know. It's I'm not like I feel like I'm kind of complaining about it, but I'm not really complaining about it. It's more of just it's it, what I enjoy about it is I enjoy the ease. Like I, I think about if I were in high school right now, mm-hmm. the knowledge that I would have available to me is just, it's, it's exponential. Right. Compared <clears throat> to when I was in high school, it was like you, we still had those like Mac computers that like were all like different colors. Mm-hmm. Like you remember those ones? Yeah. With, like yeah, the yeah. big, huge, like two back. Ah, it's like, I it's, think it's awesome, but well, the, I hope that the younger generations truly appreciate the access that they have. I don't think they will because because they didn't have to. They don't exactly, it's, it's just there, and that's right? where I'm like with my cousin, where she's just like everything is so fucking lame, and everything's this, and everything's that, and I'm like, go with no low expectations, girl. and you'll be blown away. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's all a circle. <laughs> Just tell her to keep just thinking negative. Just have low expectations. Just low expectations. And everything will be fine. <laughs> and everything will be amazing. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm personally glad that I grew up in the generation that I did. I'm glad that I grew up with technology and I've watched it grow. Same. Where, like, my dad and I used to play, like, old Atari together. Same. And we were growing up and, like, playing. And, like, now you see, like, video games and films and just how incredible they look. Like, you know, visuals and things like that. And how everything's developed. But I grew with it. So, my I think my appreciation for it really really gross i was listening i was listening to a podcast where somebody was mentioning how they have kids and they were talking about how something from the 80s is now considered like how when we were in the 80s and watching a movie from the 50s yeah it's the same like we're that you know we're no totally yeah we're like a 30 year gap like, like one of my favorite movies in the whole entire world is the original halloween right and like kids now it's like 77 or something right yeah and kids now are like that shit's lame. Right, that because was it's like, not enough blood or guts or yeah, boobs or whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's the music. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole, like, this fucking guy. And yeah. he's just coming after you. John Carpenter's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that that, I think that, that would be the goal. Is like, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to have kids. But I think that would be my, one of my main goals as a parent would be to show my kid all the stuff like the thing and be like look this is what i used to play with Mm -hmm. and i think you should play with it too or like play atari like play the old and kind of help them understand like where everything kind of came from and that's why when you show them a movie like um ghostbusters or Mm -hmm. star wars or something like that from the 80s and then also show them a movie from the 50s or the 70s or whatever you know some of my favorite sci-fi movies ever made are from the 70s the howling was that the 70s? I think that's probably right. Yeah. yeah. The Howling is I probably the 70s. Movie. I love like one of my favorite <laughs> sci-fi movies is Logan's Run. Like I love that movie. And I haven't it's seen that movie. A, it's really cool. It's a, it's a really neat. Con- I think they're going to remake it, of course. But it's like there's <sighs> so many. Yeah. There's just. I mean, that's just that's just regular for Hollywood these days. But it's like I love these old or like uh, um, Orson Welles, The Time Machine. It's like from 1955, I think. And it's just it's just it's just a fucking cool movie. Like the way he travels through time and the, all the, st- all the gra- like the, the 
um, special effects that they did in that movie, like a lot of stop motion and different things. So rad. And nice. it's like such a fucking cool movie. And I love that. And I think, I think that these movies hold up even though, or have you even seen like the original war of the worlds? Oh like, yeah. That's a great movie. So cool. And it's like, I honestly still think the original war of the worlds is way better than the one that had Tom Cruise in it. You oh. know, <clears throat> Dakota Fanning like screaming and shit. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like Tom Cruise. Well, you're offending my uh, Scientology I right now. I don't care. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> he was good in, like, you know, Top Gun or He's whatever, got his moments. But, like, I, I, I'll give that. Tom Cruise has, he, has he, moments. He does. Yeah. He's got so, certain and movies. He's, he's I, like, I liked him in Tropic Thunder. Just oh, my because God. Because he wasn't a, like Tom Cruise. Well, he, that was probably more like Tom Cruise in real life. Yeah. <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> Just punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> See, I hope Tom Cruise is like that in real life. You know that he is. He's having a conversation with his agent. He's like, if he's, he's like that in real life, then we're cool. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, I think that's that is one of the most like fascinating things about just I love like I like the way I grew up with technology and, and how it evolved, and I I hope that there are parents out there like in our generation that are showing kids where everything came from or like where it started and just give them appreciation. Like if you're a music lover, you should understand that the fundamentals of music, the basis of all music is blues and jazz, exactly. blues and jazz. And then understand that that's Thank where everything you. evolved from. Right. Thank and so you. we're modern rock and roll and everything else that you're listening to pop music, synth pop, you know, uh, techno, all that stuff. It started from the basis of like three chords and, yep. and blues. That blues and, riff, man. Yeah. And that's like the, really like the real basic fundamentals of 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 what music is now and in i think that that's an, it's important to understand like where it came from you don't have to love blues or you don't even have to love jazz you know but it's it's good to know it and hear it and understand where it started you know what i mean exactly. and give it give a little bit of understanding or appreciation of what that means even if it's not your like blues is not my favorite genre of music I listen to it infrequently, you know, like I don't, it's not one of the, the styles of music I like to listen to, but I know, I understand where all that, like how much it means to the type of music I listen to now. So I, I don't know on, <clears throat> in that way, I think it's the same thing with video games or film. It's like, look at what film used to be like even silent movies, you know, and you can watch fun silent films like Nosferatu or something, mm -hmm. you know, like really cool old shit that like they were really, really experimenting, you know, cause it was really like nobody, you not only had nobody ever seen anything like that, but nobody had ever, they'd n never done anything like that in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just good in general to show, like, where things be we began, you know? It's not like you have to spend every single day watching or hearing that stuff. But it's good no, to but it's like, good to like reach back and listen, especially since we're cataloging things better now. Exactly. Where we didn't used to do that. We we do now though. You know. Well, it's it's cool like to think about you know a hundred years from now it'll be twenty one eighteen. Jesus. And like we'll be all fucking dead. Uh, well, you never know. We could be like heads in jars. I hope not. I hope I'm <laughs> fucking dead. Hope I'm, just, hope I'm just spouting <laughs> knowledge, like head in a jar. Actually, I think I. So for the longest time, I always wanted to be buried, but now I'm oh, thinking about be being cremated and just throw my ass in the ocean. I want to be cremated and want to be launched out of a cannon. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be really fun. I mean, Ooh, I'd be dead, that'd be but cool to have like a Viking death. Oh, like where they burn the boat and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the funeral pyre on the ocean. Oh my god! I don't know. We'll figure out what's gonna happen, but. <laughs> Just, I mean, you really don't get a choice once you're gone, right? I mean, you know? I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if anybody fucking shows up either. 
I'm dead. Like, I don't fucking care. You know what I did? I mean, this is going to sound a little cryptic, but I actually made a, a playlist for my funeral because I don't want any other assholes picking the music. For oh, my God. Funeral. It's, <laughs> it's actually just the theme to Lion King. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> oh, no. I hope you come haunt your funeral. <laughs> I'm going to haunt everybody. I'm going to, like, throw chairs. What are you doing here? Go I home. Fucking invite I you. said I wanted to be launched out of a cannon. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, um, you have anything? You have anything else you want to add, or do you have any other uh, updates? Information? No. This has been pretty good. I like this. this is a good. Yeah. A good chat. All I can say is, don't be a dick. <laughs> Teach your kids not to be dicks. Right. We don't want a whole another generation of fucking dicks. <laughs> Keep your expectations low. Keep your expectations <laughs> low. Drink good beer. <laughs> and send me $50,000 every three weeks. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, if you asked one million people for a dollar, yeah. you'd have a million dollars. Please, everybody well, send me a dollar. Well, you'd probably have to ask like two million people because it's like a number. I don't think game. enough people <laughs> listen to this show, but yeah, if you're listening to this, please. Everybody send us a dollar. Send me a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay well this has been everything all the time episode 21 if you have uh questions comments concerns you can email us at eattpodcast at gmail.com and we may or may not read your stuff on the air um and yeah this has been another episode thanks for checking us out and we will catch you on the next one
Tell me your devil lies, to the wine 